Welcome to the Speaking Light into Abortion podcast, where I talk about all the reasons it's possible for you to thrive after your abortion. I'm your host, Amanda Kingsley, and two years after my own abortion, I certified as a life coach so I could serve women after abortion in all the ways they've been deserving and lacking for centuries. Consider this your launchpad for finding strength and community in yourselves and in each other. Hey, this is a podcast episode four, and I have Erin with me today. Hi, Erin. Hello, everyone. Hi, Amanda. How fun is this? Yes. Um, I, gosh, Erin found me through Instagram, I believe. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh Uh-huh. It's so funny how, like, once you get to know somebody, you kind of forget where all the connections came into play. But Erin found me through Instagram, and she has some really special, really special and close to me things that she is doing and creating in her life. And when I wrote this blog blog post that I'm going to read to you, um, as is the way of my podcast, I sort of read something that I wrote, and then we talk about it. Um, I thought Erin is the perfect person. So... I'm going to just read that to you, Erin, and let's just see what it stirs up. Um, what That's I find good. is that, like, whatever it stirs up for you is probably what it's stirring up for other people. So why not just have all these conversations out loud? <laughs> Perfect. I agree. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. Okay. So today I want to talk about leaning into something bigger. Because... Yeah. Before, during, and after my abortion, I found peace in all the things I could not see, hear, or touch. Um, I needed to believe in something bigger, Uh something Uh bigger than my humanity, so that I could cope with the scope of the experience that I was having. It was such a powerful time in my life, and I needed to tap into something bigger than me, bigger than even my family or the pregnancy itself. Um, I needed a place to lean in. Abortion for me was a decision that was bigger than any that I'd made before. And I knew that ultimately I was the only one who could make it. Like it, it was in my hands. It was in my choice. Um, and I also knew that I was in complete control of my healing after the procedure was over, right? So mm-hmm. when I made my choice and I got through, I knew that I was the one in charge, right? Like I had to do that work of being okay, or in my case, better than okay afterwards. Um, and so leaning into spirit was really important for me because if I let that weight, the weight of the responsibility, Um, way on me, it totally took my breath away. So only when I let it. (laughs) Otherwise, (laughs) leaning into that bigger energy kept me, kept me going. So one of the tools that kept me present and grounded for sure was leaning into spirituality. And I'm going to use that word really vaguely because it means something different for everybody. For me, I don't have or have I ever been a part of an organized religion, but I have a really strong spiritual sense, spiritual self. I have this deep knowing that the human experience is a fraction of what's out there. 
that there are much bigger energies at play around and within us and that they're always there. They're always there whether we choose to connect with them or not. So my own spirituality is still a bit of a mystery to me. It is evolving. <laughs> I can't yeah. define it. Always will. Mm -hmm. I don't preach it. Um, and my connection comes from multiple places. And it sounds like you're in, in that similar boat. But yes. I'm grateful every day that I have it. So when I connected with spirit before, during, and after my abortion, my thoughts shifted. That making that connection allowed my thoughts to shift from things like, I feel so alone, to I'm held and supported. From this is so hard, to I can do hard things. From no one understands, to no one needs to understand. Mm -hmm. And that loneliness and that isolation, it released its grip and I felt like I could breathe again. It was like this mm -hmm. tangible relief that gave me room to heal forward. And one of my favorite ways to connect with spirit has always been to just pull cards. So we're going to talk with Aaron more about what that even means, what are cards, <laughs> um, <laughs> And I don't read tarot myself, but I often lean into oracle, angel, or inspirational cards to guide me along my journey. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons I love pulling cards so much is that no matter what I pull, it calls my brain to come back to center. It pulls me away from the external chaos and it invites me to reflect inward. And I think there's a fine line between source and center, and I'm never quite sure if my card-inspired awareness comes directly from spirit or from my own heart center. And I'm going to guess that that's probably because they're one and the same. <laughs> um, but what I do know is that the value of using card inspiration to heal and grow forward is so powerful. And some of the most common questions I ask before I pull a card, I just did it before this podcast, <laughs> are... What do I need to remember right now? Or what will serve me moving forward? Or how can I be guided? And after abortion, there was this steady dance of in and out and here and there and spinning and centered. Um, it felt a bit roller coastery. And the more tools I had to get grounded, the better. So connecting to spirit within and around me gave me reason to believe and to remember that my abortion, as hard as it felt at times, was also spiritually guided. I didn't make this choice alone and I didn't have to heal alone. Isolation wasn't an option when I remembered the truth of my connection to spirit. Wow. And that's what I have for us to start with today. <laughs> yes, the meat are, of it all. <laughs> yeah, are those some of the similar ways that you feel and lean into card decks? Um, well, I read all of them. You know, I read tarot to oracle. A lot of times I combine them to get a little bit deeper. Yeah. Um, and when I started um, tarot reading or card reading, um, it was way before my abortion. 
Yeah. But I, I will say I also found it at a time that I was seeking. I was seeking something more than myself. You know, I was seeking an understanding. I was seeking um, probably my own healing. You know, who am I? What am I here for? And sometimes, Amanda, I find those are questions that even come up after an abortion or trying to make the decision of an abortion. Yeah, for sure. You know, we can lose that identity um, if we hold on and focus strictly on what we've lost, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So, Carl, and also, like, who am I to make this gigantic decision? Yes. <laughs> like, how did I land in this huge position? Yes. You know, I felt that a lot. Like, yes. Why me? Same Can't way. someone else decide? <laughs> that that was someone me. How else did, feel? How did I get here? Everybody yeah. else but me. Yeah. Get here? How did I get here? Yeah. You know. Um. Wow. And I was, quite honestly, I was one that went from, you know, if it ever happened to me, I, you know, I just couldn't do it. I didn't down anybody that did, but I yeah. just couldn't do it. But when faced with that huge <laughs> situation. Oh, did I just lose you? Oh, I might have just lost you. Are you back? I'm back. Did I cut out on you? <laughs> yeah. You said when faced with that huge yeah. decision, yeah, I find myself, you know, having to make that same decision that I thought would never be me. It was like truth stared me right in the face. Yeah. I don't even know if I went to cars for that. You know, I think at first I was just so wrapped up in grief, you know. Isn't that amazing how we have these tools and you're saying, I want to go, I want to hear when you finish this story, how you got into cards in the first place. But you said you got into card reading before mm -hmm. your abortion. And then isn't it amazing how we forget to use the tools that we have? Like, absolutely. It's, a, absolutely. it's like human nature. And then someone will remind you, they're like, did you take vitamin C? You're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> you know, I think when it happened for me, um, every, everybody is so different and every experience, you know, in life is so different. There'd be similarities and so many differences, you know, um, I, I think I was so wrapped up in the grief that I couldn't, cars weren't even an option for me at that time. Like nothing made sense. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. everything I knew, I didn't know anymore, you know? Oh my gosh. So, oh, say that again. Everything yes. I knew, I didn't know anymore. I, I didn't know anymore. So much. That's yes. So true. Yes. Yeah. And so cars, even though they have guided me, you know, through so many different things, you know, gave me insight when I needed insight to so many different situations. Um, like even now, like you, I pulled um, an inspirational card before we started. Yeah. And can I tell you what it says? It's amazing to me. I'm like, wow. Please. It says, love is my purpose. Joy and peace are my calling. Isn't that beautiful? Yes, yes. Here's the card. I, I, I pulled one card for me and one card for you. And the card I pulled for you is so in line with what you just read. It said, when I'm in alignment with the love of the universe, peace cannot be disrupted. Oh, my goodness. I love when that happens. We can't make this stuff up, guys. We no, cannot you make can't. it up. That's so good. <laughs> but you're saying that you didn't remember to lean into cards when you no. need them. 
No, nothing made sense. There was nothing that could give me healing but me at that time. Like I had to start the process. And when it first happens, where do you start? You know what I mean? Friends didn't understand. Nobody, you know, those that I felt safe telling, nobody got it. It was just kind of like, well, it happened, move on. And it's like, oh my God, (laughs) you know, tell me how, you know, so Oh, so when you first found cards, you said you were also looking for something. Yes, beautiful cards. I was looking for self, you know, before I lost it again. (laughs) I didn't lose it. It felt that way. I just expanded it, you know, new experiences. Yeah. Help make you who you are, you know. Mm -hmm. But I was looking for myself. I think I was going through a um, downtime. Uh, and I really just wanted to know why I was here. Not that I didn't love my life or anything. I just, there had to be more than waking up and going to work and coming home. There had to be more than just being a mother. There had to be more than nurturing everybody. There had to be more. And I've always loved, you know, cars and the mystic life, but I was brought up in a organized religion. Yeah. 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 My grandfather was a pastor of a church. My mom was an assistant pastor. So it was like, oh, no, you don't. So I would have never thought the universe, God's spirit would have led me to cards. But I know for a fact, because there's no greater joy, you know what I mean, than when I'm pulling and I'm reading and right. um, reading for others. But I came up in that. But when you seek out yourself and let spirit guide you, you'd be amazed at the journey that you might, yeah. you know, get on. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. so beautiful. I think that's why I, like, I'm not one to, I, I, I do meditate and I have meditated in like, you know, in habit in the past, but it's not my go-to. It's just not, I'm not like, I think it might be someday, but I have a lot of resistance to connecting to God, spirit universe in that way. And I think it's because of the power, I know the power of it and I'm not sure I'm quite ready yeah and for me cards are like that it's like a little taste it's like Absolutely. it's Absolutely. just like I can just like dip my toe in the water and like Absolutely. get a little messy I don't even have to be, like I can believe it was just my interpretation of the card I can believe it was just coincidence that happened to be mm-hmm. helpful I can believe it came straight from spirit like you can stay safe Yes, totally. Do you find that when you're reading for clients that they're like sometimes kind of nervous, but they're like, yeah, it's just cards. Like I can kind of (laughs) relax a little. Um, It's funny because I've had some that are just like, oh yeah, just read them, you know, just whatever. I'm not going to believe or I'm going to believe whatever. Yeah. And then I've had some that um, they want, like they're seeking a serious answer. Yeah. And I've also had some that are resistant, so they're very vague in the information, like, they'll give me. They'll just have, like, a very vague question, just to make yeah. sure I'm not okie-dokie, you know? Yeah, yeah, And when when we finish, uh, the most beautiful thing to me, Amanda, is when they're like, oh, my God, thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, I just got yes. Because yeah. a lot of times people have this misconception, you know, that it is going to just predict your future or it's going to tell you something. And it's not, well, for me, 
Yeah, that's not how I read. It's more of a guidance, a healing, you know, how you could evolve. Maybe you need to look at this area. Um, I can sometimes give details <laughs> about certain things going on, but it's mostly what I believe what the universe wants you to know to move forward. This yeah. is where you're stuck. Let's move forward. And yeah. I read it like that for myself as well, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes even I'm, a t- I, well, most times I'm taken aback, you know, yeah. <laughs> by it myself. Right. So, yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Do you have, um, actually, I I don't know how well, like, I don't know your history with tarot or cards, but like, what is the history of tarot in particular? Because I think tarot, even just mm-hmm. that word freaks a lot of people out versus- It does. I told you, being brought up in, in organized religion, yeah. gosh, I remember my mom like, no, no, no. Yeah. Um, tarot- Tarot goes way back to the 18-something century, you know, and it was actually used just for, like, playing games, and then when they realized it can predict, or it was predicting certain things to happen, um, then it became kind of like witchcraft to people. Um, I still have friends that tell me, oh, my God, no, don't put that witchcraft on me. I'm like, oh, I am not casting no spells, and I would never (laughs) wish you any harm. It's so not witchcraft. Yeah. Um, And so I, I have both you know I have all kinds of decks you know like you have oracle inspirational angel tarot all of them but it's just basically for me reading the picture now what the universe decides to do with the picture and and tell me in my heart and in my mind that's something you need to know hey I have no control over that power but it's a beautiful love energy everything is energy you Mm -hmm. know so when you were saying like like what I was hearing when you were just talking was like, there's a trust and a surrender that you have to spirit, spirit universe to give you the messages that are meant to come through you. How do you like, how do you, how do you allow that to happen? Does that make sense to you? Like some people are so, you really do have to kind of surrender and trust and have faith mm-hmm. in like what's going to come through you is meant to come through you. Absolutely. I, I think that's in, intuition for one. And I think at some point in life, we all trust something, you know, when you have organized religions and they trust, you know, you have many different religions you have from, you know, Muslim to Christianity to Jews, but everybody has faith and trust something somewhere. You yeah. know, you trust trees are going to grow when you plant them. You trust right, right. strawberries or whatever. And with tarot, I trust that there's something far greater than me that goes by many, many, many different forms and many, many, many different names. But at the base of it all is love. So use me to spread the love. Oh, you know? Yeah. 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 So that's, that's really what it is. And I think that's why, like, as soon as you reached out to me, I was like, oh, I feel so comfortable around her. (laughs) Like, it feels so natural and easy. (laughs) And we haven't actually known each other that long. And one of the reasons I really wanted to have you on the podcast is you are just, like, you're just starting this journey of not of doing work, (laughs) but of putting the work out there, right? Because so many of us, like we have these gifts, we have this ability to feel and channel love in this way, whether it's through cards, Mm -hmm. massage, or, you know, whatever the thing is, medicine. A hug. A hug. That's Um, energy. A hug, exactly. A smile. Yes. 
Yeah. And you, you are just starting to put yourself out there and to say like, Hey, I'm ready to share this with other people. Yes. And so I felt really excited to uh, like, to give you a space to, to share that with other people. Um, because I think there, there will be people listening who feel what I felt from you. Like it was like an immediate, like, Oh, I can breathe. <laughs> There's Vice versa. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's like you having that trust and faith and surrender mm-hmm. allows the listener, right. Or the person yeah. connecting with you to then also Absolutely. have that. Yeah. yeah. It's like, especially I think for people who are listening to this before, during, or after their abortion, it's like, sometimes you just don't believe in yourself or sometimes you just don't trust. Yeah. Yeah, Or you're Mm -hmm. scared out of your mind and you have to borrow that from other people. Like you have to borrow my belief in you. You have to borrow Aaron's trust and faith in the universe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think we, we as humans think like, oh, well, I'm supposed to do it all. I'm supposed to know. I'm supposed to figure this out. I'm supposed mm-hmm. to. And it's like, you know, sometimes you, and I hate the saying, fake it till you make it, but mm-hmm. it is almost that. It's like borrow it until you make it. <laughs> right. I like that so much better because I've never been, right? I've never been a fan of fake it till you make it. Because if you're faking it, how do you, how do people know you need them? Yeah. You need help, you yeah. know? But it's mm-hmm. like borrow it, try it on, yes. lean yeah. into it. Because even if I've never heard of card reading before, I'm listening and I've never yeah. heard of card reading, like why not borrow it? Why not try it on? Right. Why not right. take a guess? Like what do I have to lose? Maybe it's maybe Amanda's faith and Aaron's faith and these cards have something for me and I tell like my biggest piece of advice for any women at any stage of the abortion process is like just keep believing in your own healing even if you try 10 different things you go to therapy and you go to another therapist Mm -hmm. and you go to you know acupuncture and then you you know go on a healing retreat if none of it works don't stop looking keep looking right you keep looking. It may just Absolutely. be a deck of cards that's going to bring you back to center. Yes. Because it, it does, um, it doesn't, like I say, a lot of people, it predicts your future. When am I going to die? It's nothing like that. I tell everybody, try it out. Get a free reading of nothing else because yeah. you will be amazed. It can share with you the blocks and stuff. And I know for me, you know, after my abortion for a long time, acceptance was my block. I just could not accept that it happened. I couldn't accept that. You know, in my mind, I would never see my baby grow up, you know, for my own reasons. That was hard for me. So anybody that feels that way, I I do say, you know, reach out to somebody and help them help you explore your healing. Yeah. Until you're able to walk, walk it yourself, you know? Yeah. And I know you want to do this work someday too, even more focused. Absolutely. Working with women after abortion. And I just thank you for for stepping up to this plate thank you for for paving the way for for people like me that you know there aren't there aren't a lot of us who are willing to just get out there and say look I don't have all the answers but I have my answers and I want to share them and if we help you then let's do this thing together let me walk with you absolutely yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So it's amazing stuff. I highly recommend people find Erin on um, Instagram's the best place to find you right now, right? Yes. Yes. And tell us what that looks like. And I'll put it in the show notes too. Um, well, my profile name is 11 evolved underscore love. Um, I'm not sure if it comes up with breaking free with Aaron. Um, but that is also a name that I go by, um, mm -hmm. you know, so you yeah. can find me there on Instagram under, um, 11. Evolved and it's the number 11, not the word. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. The yep. number 11 evolved underscore love. Yep. And we'll put a link to anyone can find it there or just send me a message and I'll connect you. Um, but you're also up for doing readings for anything, right? Just general. Absolutely. Yeah, I do yeah. for, I'm telling you, I, yeah, my neighbors would be like, Hey, can you bring your cards over? <laughs> I love it. So it's not like, Oh my God, work for me. It's, it's, it's That's fun. So mixed with, I'm blown away by the answers, you know? Yeah. So yeah. 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 Do you mm -hmm. have a favorite deck in front of you right now? Um, I have my new favorite is the Celtic deck, and of course it's in front of me. But I think every new deck I get, I is a favorite. Is favorite. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about just doing like uh, leaving us with one kind of quick card pull or a little mini reading for all the listeners out there? I, I would love to do that. Um, let me get get them out, and then I will pull. What do you say? Three cards. That sound good. That sounds good. Okay, I'll do three, and then we'll kind of see see how it goes. What do we want the listeners to be left with? Yeah, I think it's just like, I mean, the guiding question I always have for our listeners is where are they going to find their freedom, right? How, what's the thing that's going to help them find their freedom and be able to breathe again and feel that relief of like... Yeah, that, you know, that abortion was a piece of my life, and now it's time to live the life I made that choice for. Excellent. I'm sorry, I'm trying to adjust. Okay, I love that question. So, for me, it's like, how can I live the life I made my choice for? Oh my god, that question alone is so powerful. Um, okay. I'm pulling the three now, and it looks like, guys, we got the, let me place these back down so I can pick up my call. Okay, we got the, whew, the devil's card, the ten of swords, and the page of wands. And the devil card talks about being in bondage. That's why I said, woo, because, oh, talks my God. Is that, what? Like in bondage, being held back, being. Um, wow, it's so true. Oh, my goodness. Yes, being held Captive, um, and the card is showing like a big man holding two people with chains. The thing is, they have the power to be let loose, but they're choosing not to by focusing on this big man. And the card next to him is the Ten of Wands, which is saying, I'm carrying this burden, and he has a blindfold <gasps> on. I can't see where I'm going, right? Yeah. So those two together kind of gives you that energy of, I, think I don't know. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. the energy that so many women out there yes. are feeling. They're like, they feel trapped by their story. They feel burdened by the fact that yes. they need to share it. And I don't know Whoa. how to move forward. The burden is heavy. And that Ten of Wands, that he's carrying all that by himself. And then our final card is the Page of Wands. Wands is another um, kind of go-get-it energy like that Ten of Wands. But he is reaching up. Now, the Page is a youthful energy energy you know like a freshness so what I get from that is you know there needs to be a freshness um a redo 
you know, so to speak, like letting that burden go, reaching for the stars and putting that energy, even if it's a little bit with that page, that energy into something positive, seeing what's out there and starting that healing. Yeah. So there's our three cards. Yeah. That is crazy. I, I, I felt so much sadness around my abortion and I remember being so confused by it. And I remember asking like, where is this coming from? And I remember hearing like, it's not yours. Like, yes, you are sad. Yes, this was a difficult thing for you, but Mm -hmm. the weight of what you're feeling, the burden, the chains, like all what what you just talked about is not yours, Amanda. It is it's no. generations and literally just hundreds of thousands of women who yes. feel the weight of this, of, Absolutely. of what abortion means in their lives. And so that was kind of, for me, the moment I knew, and my abortion was almost three years ago, but yeah. that for me was the moment I knew that I was going to be a voice in the conversation. And that mm-hmm. for me, I thought maybe I was just going to write a book. Like, well, I'll write a book about it. Right. <laughs> um, and it's evolved right. into a different place. But I, I just can't believe you picked those three cards because I feel like that is what we as women in yes. just millions <laughs> of women yes. all through time are feeling and that it's time to release that. It's time to Absolutely. Release. And I promise guys, I know you can't see um, us. What I do is I shuffle the deck and then without me seeing the cards, I'll pull or I'll lay the first three that are on top. So that's how the car- cards are drawn. Um, but like I said, everything is energy. So there's somebody, even that one special, beautiful woman that needs to know she can move forward. We hear you. We feel you you know, just reach out, reach out to Amanda, reach out to myself, and we're here for you. Hmm. Oh, how amazing. All right. Well, I'm excited that you and I get to keep talking on this journey. And again, just like Aaron said, we are both available to, to take that next step forward with you and to release that burden and let go of those chains. And yes, because I, I think that Every time one of us steps out, every time one of us tells our story, every time one of us lets go of some of the weight, we all get to let it go a little bit. That's right. Um, and, you know, not everyone's meant to, to step out and share publicly the way Aaron and I are, but it, mm-hmm. you don't have to, right? You don't yeah. have to. But every time you release the weight for yourself a little bit, everybody mm-hmm. heals together. Um, That's right. That. That's right. It's okay. Yeah. yeah okay thank you so much for this conversation and um until the next podcast all right thank you Bye bye guys thanks for listening and as always please consider sharing rating and reviewing this podcast it helps me reach a wider audience and invites more people to thrive after abortion If you're someone who chose abortion and find yourself struggling, hiding, or wishing you could move beyond your experience, head over to my website and book a free call. We'll talk about how you can start living the life you made your choice for.